RadioArchives.com presents Will Murray's Pulp Classics. The Clown Who Laughed and the Case of the Invisible Enemy. Two Adventures of the Green Llama by Kendall Foster Crossan, writing as Richard Foster. Omani Padme Hum. So chants the Green Llama, mysterious hooded symbol of righteousness. In reality, wealthy American Jethro Dumont, the Green Llama was born during a self-imposed exile in Tibet, during which the young scholar studied the deepest mysteries of occult Lamaism. After ten years, Dumont returned to the States possessing strange powers and a deep dedication to restoring the balance between good and evil. In public, he appears in mystic robes of jade green, for green is one of the six sacred colors in Buddhism, and is also the true color of justice. Aided by a curious collection of citizens recruited from every conceivable walk of life, the Green Lama is pledged to eradicate suffering and extinguish criminals wherever he finds them. Omani Padme Hum. In The Clown Who Laughed, the Green Lama promised miracles in his circus role, and it was but slightly short of a miracle that he was able to clear up the two murders and the fiendish plot behind them. Read by James C. Lewis, The Green Lama's Thrilling Adventure, The Clown Who Laughed. Chapter 1 Death is Funny a trumpet blare, the equestrian director blew his whistle, and the troop of clowns came through the rear of the tent and started running around the hippodrome. A clown, being chased by what appeared to be a midget mounted on a small hippopotamus, led the parade. There followed several more clowns, with a variety of small animals and fowl. A midget clown, a giant clown, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Pinocchio, Jiminy Cricket, and dozens of others. From the audience there was a piping overtones of excited children and the quiet laughter of adults. A round of applause greeted three clowns who appeared as the three dictators and kept falling on their faces. The Lindley brothers and Andrews' combined circus was off to a successful start in Cleveland, Ohio. Among the last to enter was a tall, gangling clown dressed in a multicolored costume with a huge red bulbous nose. His long feet went down through the bottom of a papier-mâché wheelbarrow, while dummy legs and feet stuck out from the front, making it appear as though he were reclining in the wheelbarrow. A small, red-overalled monkey hopped along behind, pretending to push on the handles of the barrow. The sides of this strange vehicle were extremely wide, reaching almost to the ground, the better to hide the fact that the clown was really walking. When they reached the reserved seat section, the monkey relinquished the handles and jumped around to the side of the wheelbarrow. From the pocket of his little overall suit he took a flat bottle, filled with a whiskey-colored liquid, pulled the cork from it, and tipped it to the clown's lips. Half the contents vanished down the clown's throat. The monkey removed the bottle, replaced the cork, and put the bottle back in his pocket. He again took up his place at the rear, and the procession started forward once more. They had gone only a few steps when the clown seemed to jerk erect in the wheelbarrow. Suddenly his head was thrown back, and his painted mouth grimaced in soundless laughter. The monkey dropped the handles and ran, chattering with fear toward the center ring. 
His face still twisted with laughter, the clown staggered sideways and slumped to the ground. As though operated by a button, the vast audience became quiet, but only for a minute. A woman's voice rose hysterically from the reserved sections. People began rising in their seats. Two of the clowns in front had seen their comrade fall, and they hurried back. One of them pulled a giant bottle from his pocket and waved it under the nose of the man on the ground. The other stooped and picked up the tramp, throwing him over his shoulder and starting toward the exit. The first clown trotted along behind, spinning the papier-mâché wheel on the barrow and grimacing at the audience. A third clown had run over and grabbed the still-frightened monkey. Fear slowly left the faces of the audience, and they settled back in their seats.